It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Everybody, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on Down to Earth. It's a podcast in which we talk about about the issues that matter. And I think this is one of those issues today that we all want to talk about. And it's race. And why is race being treated as a scientific category when, in fact, the evidence is pointing to the fact that race is not science, but race is actually culture? Imagine that and social. Imagine that. That's going to shock some of us. It's something that most of us probably have thought about, but if you're on the opposite side of the racial spectrum, you probably, you might have thought that race was just something as you were socialized. Because a lot of what we know and believe about ourselves comes from the way we were socialized. So the way you were socialized has convinced you that what you believe is true. I believe that America is the greatest country on the face of the earth. You grew up believing that. You were told that. It was reinforced. So you believe it. And you live it out. Consequently, you live it out, right? Yeah. You are also socialized to believe when you know other things about yourself. If they told you when you were growing up that you were going to be a great person one day, guess what? You grew up to be a great person one day and lived it out. If they told you you were going to be a loser and you would never accomplish anything, you tend to live it out and wonder why some people find themselves in a the jail cell. is because of how they were socialized and what they, were, they believed about themselves. In this ongoing conversation that we're having about race in our country, it's because the spotlight has turned, and it's time for us to confront those parts of us that perhaps do not present themselves as the best parts of us. It's time for us to examine the evidence. I know that a lot of people disparage against science. I don't know why, because science tells us why we have four seasons. Science tells us how we can overcome diseases. If it weren't why we have rainfall, it is science that keeps the earth turning, right? Whether you believe in it or not, it is what it is. Whether you believe that the earth is flat, one day you are going to start sailing from where you are, and you're going to find that you come right back to where you started because the earth is round. You all heard the story of the man last week who believed that the earth is flat. I mean, in today's day and age, when NASA posts pictures of what the earth looks like from space, this dude thought, still believed that the earth was flat. So he got off in a man-made rocket, his own rocket that he made, and he, didn't, he crashed not far from his home in California and died subsequently because he wanted to prove that the earth is flat. That's ridiculous because the evidence points to the contrary. Right? The evidence points to the fact that there is a sun and a moon out there and some stars. Your issue, because your belief does not play an active role or in the employment of or, or adoption of this ideology. It is what it is. There are some things that are just facts and they're factual, fact based, and that is it. Well, we're confronting this right now because we are coming to the point where we have to accept that race is a social construct, that race is not based 
on biology. And especially in today's world, when we're everybody submitting their DNA samples, right? Everybody's doing that, right? In an effort to say, well, this is who I am, and this is where I come from. But all that that is doing is to giving us, it's not, it's giving us a genetic profile of what you are made up of. It's not telling what race you are. It's just telling you where your ancestors come from. Because of socialization, we're going to believe that if our ancestors came from the northern part of Europe, then you are, in fact, was brave enough to publish the story. And who has written a book, and her book is called Superior, The Return of Race Science. The, the, the journalist is Angela Saini. And you can find the story on pocket.com, right? And in the story, she describes in detail why race still being treated as a scientific category. Why? And we're going to find out why in just a minute. So we're going to talk about it because I feel like it's a conversation that we all need to have. I feel like we've come to this point where we must confront the scientific evidence. It's just like some people don't believe in climate change. And I'm like, I don't know why you don't believe in it, but I'm going to tell you why it is real. I live in Michigan. Last week, early last week, all of this week, it's going to be 41 degrees in early spring. It's not even spring yet in Michigan. In the middle of February, we had temperatures in the 40s and 50s. In Michigan, the northern part of the United States. So if anybody is going to have snow, it's the northern Great Lakes. That's who we are. We are surrounded by lakes. So we have what is called over here, lake effect weather. Uh, Anybody who is from the Midwest will tell you about the grim kind of uh, winters that we have. But in fact, this is one of the mildest winters ever. Like 40 degrees right now today, it's going to be a high of 52. Just a few days ago, I was freezing and I wore on Thursday. All of us look the same under the skin. We still have a network of cells. We still have a network of blood and tissue and sinew and a complicated workmanship of cells and organs, irrespective of what you look like on the outside. I would think as humans that the things that we would use to define us and separate us would be social categories, wouldn't you? Yeah, how much money you have is immediately going to tell what kind of treatment you receive. I would believe that. But to actually use something as fleeting as the color of your skin, if I go out in the sun long enough, I'm going to turn brown, but I'm also going to strip like a layer. Like my skin will literally just start peeling off if I stay out in the sun. It also is incredibly irritable. It's very irritating because it burns. It literally feels like my skin is burning. There are some people who can tolerate more sun, use these distinctions, and say that this is race. It is the craziest thing I've ever heard, and I've always wondered why doctors continue to perpetuate the myth of racism, then I understood that it was a social category and it was politics. And because it was politics, it was also social. And it was a form of ideology that will keep one group of people imprisoned mentally and physically in some cases. And if that worked for them, that's what they were going to perpetuate. This explains why for a long time, uh, Blacks, and other minorities were not exposed to science. Because if in fact they were, and they would conduct testing, they would come to the same conclusion that white scientists already know, that there is no such thing as race. So right now everybody is submitting their, their DNA crazy, and that is emerging. Nobody is saying, well, you come back black and white. It just tells you 
where your family came from, where your ancestors came from. So it kind of does, it tells you where your geographic distribution of your ancestors came from. So what we refer to as race is in fact what? It's geography. And a social construct. It's a social ideology. Ta-da! Like most people are going to become offended because that's how you've been socialized to believe. You've been socialized to believe that you're socially and culturally, intellectually, superior to another human being who looks like me simply because your skin is white or whiter than mine. That's what you've been socialized to believe. So you are going to reject this outright because then that means most of the stuff they taught you is probably wrong or probably infected with some truth, not all truth, some truth based on what they perceive to be truth and what they believe. It's going to be shocking. Because now, how can we explain a whole 400-year history based on racism that even to the people, in, in light of the evidence, people are still clinging to? And I won't even talk about the black American experience, what it means to be black in America. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to talk about the facts, what science is. So here's something I want you to understand that I read in the scientific written by science journalist Angela Saini. You can go look it up on Pocket. In 2003, they got together to examine race disparities and health, why some groups of people were more uh, predisposed to certain elements of, of, of health disparities. Race was a premise of genomes are, the stuff that makes us up, our DNA, right, commonly referred to as DNA. All human DNA is 99.5% identical. That means if you cut me and take my DNA and cut yours and measure it, it's going to say that we are identical, we are human. It's not going to identify us as apes, as some people like to refer to people of color as apes or chimpanzees. It's going to say that you are identical to another human being. Science does not have a biological category for race. All it reads is the science of it that tells you where your ancestors come from and that as a human being, you probably have uh, hypertension, have some sort of diseases. And the more they walked, as they left the sun and its evolution, and they left the sun and its brightness, they became lighter and lighter. So over time, a group of people were produced and born with no tolerance to the sun. This is something I read years and years ago, and I said, yeah, well, that explains some of it, but, but it didn't, it wasn't conclusive enough. So listen to this. Nothing in the genome, in the human genome, denotes race. Nothing. Nothing in our DNA denotes race. Did you hear me? I said nothing in your DNA says what race you are. Came from. That's a geography. That's a geographical concept. Saying that your ancestors came from Northern Europe or Southern Italy does not define you as a race because there is no such thing. We created those categories. And you know how you know it's true? In, in history today, what do archaeologists celebrate? They celebrate the preservation of Egyptian culture. Egyptians were not white. So they know something enough to know that Egyptian culture is, is the hallmark of human evolution and human civilization. They also talk a lot about the Mayan culture and the Inca culture, right? 
the Mayans in Central America through Guatemala and Mexico and so on, right? They talk a lot about that and the preservation of it. They talk a lot about what happened in Macedonia, about the Nubians of mid-Africa. The Nubians were an ancient civilization. They were very tall, dark-skinned people who lived in the middle of Africa. And they wrote to preserve their history. They wrote on the walls their history. And, you know, the carvings on the walls would tell you the story of how people evolved and so on. They knew what they were doing. They had an ancient, they had a civilization that had hierarchies. They had social hierarchies. They had educational hierarchies. They had universities where people could go and study the advanced subjects, right? They studied the stars, right? When the white men went, at the same time that the Nubians were writing this and studying it, Imagine the world going on after 2012 because they have been in existence for thousands and thousands of years. Yet you refer to those people as savages and their culture predates anything that you have written. You do realize that the British royal family traces its existence by a thousand years. Only a thousand? The Mayans go way before that. Cultures in, in Asia and other parts of the world predate the royal family, yet we sit back and believe in this foolishness that being white is superior. That's a lie from the pit of hell, and I'm doing everything in my power to constrain myself so I don't use, uh, I don't, I don't use uh, language, certain mindsets, and influencing geneticists who are racist themselves, who are inherently racist. Because look at these people. They have been told for years that they are superior to every other being on the planet. And here you are going to show proof to deny that, then it topples their ivory-towered existence. Because now, what are they going to say? What can they say? I'm just reading the facts. Don't show the messenger. I'm just reading the facts. The time has come for a change in our thinking. Because we're evolving and we're headed in a different direction. It's been 500 years of this foolishness, of this dominant thought. Actually, it's more than 500. It's been more than 1,000 years of this foolish thought. It has done nothing but desecrate and and destroy ways of life for other people in other parts of the planet. And now, here in America, we're an advancing civilization, but we are being held back by these negative stereotypes of thought that have no basis in biology and no basis in science. It's not factual. I know some of you like to have a fact, but these are the facts. Human genomes are 99.5% identical. How do you feel about that? Makes you feel uncomfortable because all your life you've been ethno-nationalists channel race science by alluding to the naturally aggressive and violent tendencies of black people. Let me address that for one second. Let me just go there. Thing that black people are naturally aggressive and violent. You want to know what that is? That's a social construct, meaning that's a social idea. You know why that's a social idea? Because if you were treated badly for over 400 years and your ancestors were denied the rights to be citizens and your ancestors were denied the rights to go to college, go to school, and be a full participant in the society, you were denied it not because you were bad, but because of the color of your skin. Yeah, you're gonna be not, you're gonna be aggressive and violent. Wait till the tables turn and you find that the society, this country is going to become more and more brown. What are you all gonna do then? Then you're gonna see the same the tables that are turned, you're gonna react the same way. If you find yourself being denied 
naturally more aggressive and violent. But who has the most guns over here? Who goes and mass shoots people all the time? Let's just talk about that for a second. Right? The reason that black people, my dear, present like such, some black people, not all, the reason has more to do with economics. 400 years of oppression, 400 years of economic progression, 400 years of economic repression will do that to you. It means that your communities are robbed infrastructure and infrastructural investment. It means that generational poverty consists, exists, and coexists. While at the same time, white people seem to advance, not because they're superior, but because they have been given more economic advantage. It's that simple. It's all about the management. So let's be clear on that, right? Okay. White nationalists, this is the one that is going to make you laugh. I only have about 20 more minutes, so let me just go into this. This one is going to make you all laugh. White nationalists say that milk and lactose digestion as an adult indicates that you are a person of Northern European descent and you have a genetic trait that enables you to digest lactose as an adult. Hello. Hey, you're a regular. <laughs> Did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? I'm going to read it back for you. This is written on pocket.com by a science journalist named Angela Saini, who has written a book that says, Superior, the Return of Race Science. And in her findings and investigations with scientists, white nationalists, <laughs> dude, seriously, I am seriously laughing myself, right? White nationalists say that milk and lactose digestion for people of Northern European descent have a genetic trait that enables them to digest lactose as adults. Hi. I am laughing. It could just be that over generations, black people just were never given milk to drink because it would have made them strong. And so their white oppressors on the plantations in the South made sure they did not have 400 years of drinking milk. So their bodies and their DNA is simply, you can actually believe stuff like this, that this white nationalists are perpetuating this idea. I want to laugh out loud while I am rolling on the floor. I don't know about you, but I see in the future a generation of scientists putting this information out there and making everybody laugh, just shoving it in people's faces and say, you want to deal with this? This is how stupid people can be. This is as crazy as it can be. How can you possibly think that? How can you possibly think that the color of your skin means that you're a better person? than me. I have never in my whole life understood it. Part of the reason I have come to accept is the way that I was socialized. Do you see? See, I didn't grow up in the United States, so I didn't have the common black American experience. So observing it from afar was always kind of curious for me. I was like, 
how, how do you arrive at the basis that you think the color of your skin makes you a better person than someone else? I could never understand it. See, I was socialized and believed to, that and raised to believe that I am the best that God has created, that I am the best person, and I can be the best person of myself at all times. I was socialized to believe that there are no barriers, no walls, no limits, that my color was an impediment to me achieving anything. No, 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 no. I was raised to believe that I'm a person created by God with a purpose on the planet to do great things. That's how I was socialized to believe. Do you see what I'm saying? So I didn't have the common experience of being told that because you're black, you're worthless, because you're black, you're nothing, you're a nigger, you're the lowest form of humanity. Nobody told me that. I didn't grow up with that messaging in my environment. Contrarily speaking, that is the messaging that black Americans have been subjected to, that there is nothing good that can ever come out of their color because of their color, not because they lack intellectual depth or capacity, or are they in fact denying that race is a, a social construct. No, they're never going to tell you that. They're going to affirm what you've always believed. And check this out, everybody. Now that most people have been submitting their DNA test, you ready for this one? Most people called black Americans, guess what? Have, you ready for it? Have what? European ancestry, Asian ancestry, and Native American ancestry. That's why they're silent on the subject. They wanted your DNA, you gave it to them. Geography, it always was geography. So they went down to a, a place called Africa that was rich in natural resources and they said, well, you know, we can come down here and conquer these people. It looks like they, we have more gunpowder, you know, gunpowder. They don't have that. And we can tell them a lie. Though they went down there and found that these people existed because they knew about Egypt. So they knew these people had, pre, had predated their own existence in terms of civilization. And they said, we're going to come up with this idea and tell them that it's because of their color. Matter of fact, we're going to go to other lands. And if we find the people over there, they're dressed different from us. We're going to tell them that we are better. And so the idea took weight and gained momentum. And they Megan Markle. Anybody know about her? They're going to do a documentary on her on our channel, on a channel called Vice. Look it up. I posted it. She is biracial. According to the contemporary racial context, as for me, I don't even know what they would call me, right? Because I defy everything that they want to put me in a box, right? So Meghan Markle married a member not of the British aristocracy. She married a member of the British royal family and all has ideology. The poor girl had to lift up her tail and take her child and run from Britain because she felt like they would have killed her. Not because she was out drinking, not because she was snorting cocaine, not because before she even married the guy she was running around, but because of the color of her skin. So she took off and ran, and now the royal family is about to punish her because what she has done is expose them to be what? What we've always thought. Racist. Because if they hadn't been racist, when the British tabloids speak on her, the nation of Islam, and say, I want uh, protection, I don't trust these people, they'll kill my son, make him disappear. 
because that's really what she's trying to protect is her child. If her husband really were to look at it, she loves him, but she recognizes that what she has with him, the royal family has a stronger hold. But it's her son, because wherever he goes, the boy is going to go, because the royal family is going to want cold rank and say, that's our descendants, because they can. That is the story. So we are an empire. America is an empire, right? And empires change over time, right? Okay. So we got to the point where we elected a black man. He, too, was biracial, but you would have never known. They talked about him like a dog. They talked about his wife. They talked about his kids. They paid no attention to the fact that this man went to, went to Ivy League schools, trained as a constitutional lawyer. Hey, he was a professor of constitutional law that are resistant to change and the fact that we are evolving. But eventually, guess what we all know? Change must come. We are an empire. We're changing. And we're growing. And because we're growing, we're changing. And our will to resist the change is what's causing us problems. Because change must come. Because you set the captive free. Because time had come for those chains to be broken. Well, it's the same thing that is happening now with science. The time has come for the chains. The social biases and the racial biases that existed around science, they have to change. Now, white scientists have to back up because guess what? white people are not going to college anymore. White people don't have the time, and they don't have time to waste the sitting in college and study science. They don't have time for that. They don't have that discipline and dedication. White kids today, they don't want that. They want to make money quick by being an Instagram influencer and being a gamer on YouTube. Develop code that they can use on YouTube. That's what they want to do. White girls don't want to study. They don't want to be a scientist. They don't want to be lawyers. They don't want to do any of that stuff. Their parents are literally forcing them and they're like, oh, my God, do I have to? They really don't want to. Parents are saying, oh, my God, if they don't into this, and who's going to take a look at all of I mean, they, you know, I can't imagine being subjected to, you know, a black leader, and a black leader is in every sphere of life, that, that, that is, you know, and then all these brown people, and people are having a corruption fit. It's the craziest thing you've ever heard. It's, it's so crazy and silly. It's mind-blowing. And what it is, is, is it makes us all now want to question what these scientists have been saying for years, because they knew this fact. And they knew the truth and hid it from the population that there is no biology called race. Race doesn't and labeled for marketing to different racial groups. Remember now that they used to say that your racial composition denotes what type of drugs, what types of illnesses you are predisposed to. They did not look at the fact that this was because of social conditions that affect people. So they use the case of DNA to prove race. That's how this started. So they were saying, wow, you know, black Americans are more prone to having hypertension. Maybe we need to go look at the DNA to see if there's some racial variance. Although that it is a socially defined category. 
I just told you where your ancestors come from. So the scientists in 2002 put their hands up in the air. They were like, this can't be true. So they got another group of scientists to go look at the same results to see if they could duplicate the results to reflect what they wanted it to say, that there are white people, black people, yellow people, green people, red people, and it couldn't happen. Oh, my God. So this guy named Daniel David Wright, he's a geneticist. He writes for the New York Times. And he said race is a social construct, but it is no longer possible to ignore average genetic differences between races. So he's contradicting the social construct, but then he's trying to say, he's leading to politicians and political ideology by saying that it is impossible to ignore average genetic differences between race. You know what, that just tells us that race just has the power to twist science to its own ends, right? All right, so we're going to talk about this part, and I only have a few more minutes, so stay with me. You're going to love this. So uh, a few years ago, they started to search for black genes because why was hypertension so common among blacks? You remember that? And I mean, they created, you remember Oprah and Dr. Oz, they created the whole thing that black people were more prone to uh, hypertension. And then they used slavery as, as the reason why they said, because when lectures add so much salt that their descendants right into the 20th century are stuck with this hypertension because ancestors had too much salt. Like, White people weren't eating salt on those ships. What do you think they used to preserve the food? I read history myself, too. They used salt to preserve the food. You know, something, I'm probably going to get a master's in history, I swear. <laughs> I probably should. I should, go, I should go do that, don't you think? Yeah. It's fascinating. I might just do that. Right? So what they found when they were examining this is finally by 2011, the scientists just threw their hands up in the air because this is like, this is, this is inconclusive. They couldn't find a black gene. Look now at what could be the factors that cause this. Well, let's talk about people's lived experiences. When you talk about uh, people's lived experiences, you begin to understand that the black American experience varied differently from the white American experience. Yeah. Okay, so we get to accept that, all right. And we begin to realize that the black American experience was typified by some factors. I want to reinforce those factors just in case. Culture, education, diet, excessive stress associated with the black American experience. That means black Americans had less access to health care and less money to spend on health I kid you not, I wrote that grant. And the, when I read it, can I be honest with you all? You know what? I got to a point where I did this and closed my laptop and did this. I could not go anymore. It took me two days to finish writing that. Because when I stared at the facts, and the facts were that black Americans over time have been subjected to excessive stress, the constant threat of being pulled over by the police, the excessive uh, violence that is exposed, because make no mistake about it, the whole society is violent. Black people are just responding to it. They become angry because he didn't do anything in the first place that warranted that excessive show of force. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what they're calling naturally aggressive and violent. Years of being denied opportunities 
And when you rise up, when you get up and say, excuse me, that's not going to fly with me. That's a lie. That's racism. You know what they're going to call me? The angry black one. Come. I welcome it. Let's have a talk about that. Because I rise up and say this is not enough because the evidence points to something else. So they say that black people are naturally prone to being aggressive and violent, when in fact it's societal conditions. Black people now, having gone to college, it's been 100 years, most people are going to college and so on. So they're rewriting this narrative. A lot of what causes us to be unwell is based on what? We know that education, exposure, and diet. If you live in a polluted area, in urban areas that are largely polluted, you're going to have lung problems. Duh, that means you don't have, if you don't have a job, or you don't have transportation, you don't have access to what? Healthy food. For years, I worked in the inner city. And I worked at the time, I worked in healthcare. Part of my job was I used to go out and look and try hard enough, and people didn't do this. And then I found out that the differences, they were so societal. They were huge. They overwhelmed the individual's ability to overcome because the individual wasn't just fighting one thing. They were fighting a societal impact. I couldn't believe that. I was blown away. That was eye-opening for me. My, my, the people I worked for at the time, they're Middle Eastern, yeah? Uh, and I remember I refused to go to because I'm like, I don't want them to pick on me because of my color. I don't want them to pick on me because they deem me as, 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 as you know, upsetting years ago. <laughs> One of my employees was, a, was an older white lady. She was a nurse. And I thought I could learn a lot more about health disparities and health outcomes. From her, so I stuck to her. We became really good friends. I mean, we shared cars and all kinds of stuff. You know how that stuff works. After a while, the barriers just broke down, and we were just people. I was single, raising children by myself. She was divorced, so we became a sort of community. And we we began to talk about racism. They live in a place called America. You know, we sing that song, "God Bless the USA." God bless the USA. God bless the USA. It's time for us to see. You live here. Whatever you look like on the outside, we're all the same on the inside. Same heart, same lungs. Yeah, same eyes, same equipment it needs to work. Any kind of viral uh, um, manifestations floating. I, I did this deliberately. You saw how many times I touched my face. Well, we need to touch our faces a lot less. In the last 50 minutes, I have probably touched my face 60 times. We need to touch our faces. So you touch surfaces and you touch your face. We're transmitting stuff onto our faces, right? Those of us who wear makeup know this is the truth. So typically when you wear makeup, we tend to stay away from our faces. I'm not saying you need to go wear makeup. I'm just saying try to avoid touching our faces. Eat, pray, and love. Yeah? Wash our hands. Please, everybody, wash your hands. Keep hand sanitizer that has 60% alcohol and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands with soap and running water. Soap and water. Soap and water washes away bacteria and keeps the fungus down. That was the nursery rhyme I made. Wash our hands. Wash our hands, right? Thanks, everybody. What a pleasure. Be blessed.
Wow. Thanks, everybody. It was my pleasure. Be blessed. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.